This week's episode of Here's What I Don't Get is brought to you in part by Sky Mall Magazine. Sky Mall Magazine, the only way to buy useless tchotchke shit prior to the internet. Hello, and welcome back to Here's What I Don't Get. From north to south, east to west, the only formerly Constantinople-based podcast to tackle all of life's toughest issues and the longest-running, longest-continuously-running podcast and see you next Tuesday podcast network. I'm your host, Tim the Handlebreaker, and with me today, as always, it's Tab. Welcome back, everybody. Big episode 287 and a big announcement right at the top. Yep. We're just going to bring you down... Uh, this is the end of the show. Yeah. This is the beginning of the end. Tim and I agreed, I don't know, two years ago, maybe a year and a half ago. Yeah. A while. A while. A while. It's, it's yeah. been a while. And we mutually agreed that we did not want to do this show if we were not going to do it in person. Yes. And um, we that, that was a lie to ourselves because we, <laughs> we have decided we're going to do the show remotely uh, until we get to episode 300. Yeah. So... That's the plan as of right now. Yeah. Um, I have accepted a job offer out of state, so I'll be moving away from Tulsa, my hometown, to take on new challenges and hopefully less hours. <laughs> yeah. Uh, still working in theater, though. Um, very excited about this opportunity, but unfortunately, it means the podcast has to end in its current format. Yes. If it continues past there, you know, maybe we'll be struck with divine inspiration of a way <laughs> to continue. Or, you know, another host comes out of the woodwork um, or set of hosts. That is all remains to be seen. But as of right now, there are 14 more episodes left and here's what I don't get. So enjoy all 14 of them. Yeah. And um, it's unfortunate. I'm a little sad. Sure. It's one of the few sad parts of, of today's news. Um, but, you know, on the whole, I am in a positive mental space. Yeah, it's gonna be weird not doing it. It is, it is, because you and I have been doing it now for fucking two hundred weeks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, two two hundred fifty weeks. Yeah. Five years, basically. We've been we've been uh, getting together every week for five years. Yeah. Uh, we did it via Discord for what, like a, a, a half a year, half a year, maybe a year, not yeah. even a year, not even a year. I don't think. Um. And then we've, we've been, yeah, so it, it will be, it'll be weird. It'll be like, it's like habit. Yeah, it is. And we've done those episodes. We've had a lot of those weird episodes over the last six months, but we did those because it's like, it feels weird. Not there, it, there were times where we was like, I don't think we can do it this week. And then 10 minutes later, it's like, we got to do something. We got to do something. Yeah. I can't, I got, I'm Jones and I can't not do it. So, um, <laughs> Yeah, who knows? Please let me record the podcast. I'll do anything. <laughs> I I'll, suck suck your your dick. Dick. I'll suck your dick. I'll suck your dick for a Zoom recorder. Like Patrick Michael. Yeah. <laughs> go to fucking just give me a closet and a microphone, please. Five below, I just need some headphones. <laughs> give me a headphones. A cassette tape. I'll put it on a cassette tape. I ain't give me a shit. I'll put it in a bottle. Uh, yeah, so good news, bad news, I guess, however you want to take that. So that, I mean, that's been my week. I've been traveling back and forth. I drove to St. Louis this past weekend uh, to do an in-person interview because I had done um, I had done a non-in-person, I did a Zoom interview, yeah, Zoom interview, which went really, really well. I think I mentioned it last week. We were off the Zoom for all of about an hour before they called me and were like, we need you down here. <laughs> 
And uh, I went in to interview and, and uh, um, you know, they, we kind of, I spent, we spent all day together, like took, going through this, the theaters and the area and all these different things and, and talking. And uh, by the end of the day, the person who will be my boss was like, I really feel like you are the only person that can do this. Huh. Um, I mean, everything seems to be, uh, this is where you belong. And, you know, part of that is trying to sell me on moving course, to a new course. state. But I was kind of feeling the same way. And then yesterday we did a show at the arena and everybody's asking me, you know, it's it's pretty well known at this point that we're in my final days. Yeah. And uh, a lot of people are asking me, oh, you're, you're, you're still going to be around, right? You're still going to be, you know, to doing calls and working and being a stagehand yeah. and stuff. At that point, I didn't have a formal offer. I got the the formal letter this morning. Um but like I knew that that job was mine. Yeah. So I was like, well, I have a job offer from out of state. You know, I gave some, I gave a lot more detail to some of the folks, yeah. the people that I don't hate. And uh-huh. then I, a lot of people, I was just like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at accepting a job offer out of state, which was like, oh, oh, like you're done with all of this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I am. Yeah. I hate you. I wouldn't piss on you if you're on fire. Yeah. So, um, but every time I still wasn't a hundred percent on taking it. Every time someone asked me that question, I had to I, I had to explain it. Yeah. It was like this feels like the what I want to do. When people ask me what do you do, the thing I'm describing now feels like the thing that I want to be doing. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway. Well, Tim, how's I'm glad your, for you. Yeah, thank you. How is how's your week been? Uh my week is all right. Um speak so you brought in last week as a do get was nailing it yeah i think i nailed my job last night yeah yeah uh you recognize the pale guy with blue hair and you managed to just keep them the i managed to point right i managed him. to point something at him for about an hour and a half yeah thank you yeah no no, no like they, you said you know yeah. not rocket science <laughs> it's not rocket the way science the guy was describing it to you it's like i it's it, it was like he thought you were retarded <laughs> and i know and i know it has to be because they go to some fucking place and the their local doesn't like n- ever do camera work camera work yeah. and so it's some it's the guy who can who has recorded a video on his phone before <laughs> he's the one guy in their local with a smartphone yeah the one guy <laughs> in the local with a smartphone i uh yeah you ever, you ever in camera for like well i don't want to brag but i uh shot my niece's birthday party last <laughs> week oh yeah what equipment do you use iPhone seven. Yeah. Like, aren't they on like the 14 or 15 now? <laughs> yeah. Cause, cause, uh, you told me I was running camera and, and I ran into the, I ran to the camera guy. He was like, all right. So have you run camera before? I was like, yes. He's like, okay, well, so it's well, we're halfway there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's a pretty simple job. Uh, I, I, I'm try- I wanted to tell him just like, I just need like, just, just tell me what you need. As if I was already on the team, right? Yeah, that's what. That's the stuff I need to know. I was. I told him. I told him because, like, one of the first things I told him was like, "Yeah, I saw. I saw the rig up there. It looked like a pretty, um, pretty standard setup." Uh, he goes, "Oh yeah, it's it's. I've got this whole thing. You've got your long throw lens. Uh, <laughs> you should be shooting on a long throw lens." And and I was like. Yeah, I know when I'm. Yeah, I could tell that <laughs> by where the camera is in the fucking room. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I'm, so I'm, I'm uh, I were during the show. I mean, I'm getting shots, and he's like, "Oh, camera two. He's like, "Oh, camera two. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Keep doing that." <laughs> he's like, "All right, no, slow zoom, slow zoom. Oh, it's a perfect speed, perfect speed." 
Sometimes um, you can get a job offer by the end of the night. I no, I literally was. I mean, I I don't want to toot my own horn, but the way the guy was like on comms, I was like, is he gonna like? Pull me aside. Pull me afterwards aside afterwards. Give me a blowy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I thought about it. You know, it, it, yeah. it, like you know, I, I'm just pointing camera to the show. Like my mind kind of did that spiral effect. You know, I was like, would I if if he did? Would you go on tour? Would I do it? You know, what my answer was last night. No, it was yes. Oh well, the answer is no, Tim. Because if you want to go on tour, you got to get a card. <laughs> you don't have the hours. Yeah. No, we, we get you in. Yeah. Yeah, we'd send you on tour. Uh, it'd be my last act. Um, yeah, we're going to waive all of his dues and initiation fees. <laughs> You're only doing that because he's your friend. Yes. Yeah. That is exactly why. Uh, it's the way you guys have operated uh, for the last 10 years. For fucking forever, yeah. yeah. And when I tried to do the right thing by new people, I was shot down. But then when uh, push came to shove, that person just nepotismed at all. Uh, just nepo oh, nepotism. Oh, <laughs> all over everything. Yeah, um, that was a that was a show. Yep. I took a really perverse pleasure in cleaning my office out. Yeah, yeah, because I had like two office chairs in there that I had brought from home. I um, we did this show last year, and they had these like a hat. You know, your folding table pops up, but they had these like third table that were about twenty inches taller that would clip onto the edge of a normal folding table. Now you have two okay, tiers. Yeah, yeah. And they're made for buffets, so you can have like pies up here and cakes down here mm -hmm. and and double your amount of space. And so the show we did, they had them and they were using them like they had their monitors and their outboard gear up there and they had their computers down below and speakers and stuff. And I saw them and I was like, these are this is awesome. This is exactly what I need. You know, I get the printer up, I can put a monitor up and kind of get a little bit more desk space to, you know, take notes on yeah. paperwork. And so I, you know, saw, found a label, started Googling and found one, bought, bought, them, bought it online. It was like, a, I don't know, 60 or 80 bucks. Um, so that was mine. I had this whole monitor's rig set up with like a, my monitor on an articulating arm and that's all gone. And I was just like fucking packing this shit all up. I had a, I have a power strip that I kept in the office that's, you know, like normal power strip. It has six outlets, but yeah. it also has six or eight USB ports. Yeah. And I had two cables in there for the devices I use, but then like a lot of other everyone people else would just charge stuff, their phone, charge their yeah. phones and shit. And then someone comes in there and like, oh, where's, where's the uh, phone charger? Uh, <laughs> oh, it's uh, in that box right there. Cause I am labeled waiting. my stuff that I'm taking Yeah, <laughs> labeled. Fuck everyone. <laughs> of you. Like, oh, I didn't realize that was yours. Yeah. Do you realize the level of like competence that had to be on display for the little things in your life that yeah. made sense? I can just plug my phone in the office. No problem. So then someone takes their cord, plugs into my personal laptop to charge their phone. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Wow. Those are my USB ports. <laughs> I had, I had a wall wart to plug USB shit into. And then I loaned it to someone and it fucking disappeared. Yeah. So fuck each and every one of you. It looked like we, you, you were writing the place last night when we were leaving. Like I was carrying a lamp out. Yeah. <laughs> you had a chair filled with stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I was because because I when I move into a space, I tend to make it my own. Yeah. Uh, be it, you know, there I, it wasn't tchotchke shit. But like my desk in my old office, I had I had little Lego sets and, you know, some some Star Trek books. I kept uh, a Star Trek book series that I was kind of reading off and on. At work for, you know, oh, shit, my tablet's dead. I want to read something during the show. I just grab this book off the shelf and read that. You know, all that kind of stuff. Like, I 
tend to, and in this case, I moved in and made it functional, and and now that shit's my, that shit's mine. I'm not giving it to you guys. <laughs> I'm not going to sell it to you guys. Yeah. You want to have a nice desk setup? Fucking purchase it. You're evidently willing to spend money now that you've hired all these people. So fucking blow me. Yeah, um, that was a very, very enjoyable. It was especially it was one of the people that knows he's like part of the problem of why I quit walking past him with all my stuff and him being like, oh, I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry. Like, you can stuff your sorries in a sack, mister. <laughs> it's too late now. Yeah. It is, you know, the time to say sorry was three months ago. The time to pitch in was three months ago. Yeah. The time to say what a great job I'm doing was three months ago. The time now is to accept that you have lost this battle. And now you have to fight a new one and you have to fight it with one fewer player. Be it, you know, not to toot my own horn that I'm really good at this, <laughs> but like you said, you've said, said it before. It's not rocket science. Yeah. Like uh, it's a pretty ca standard camera setup, but you, but they absolutely, they absolutely walk into places and they're like, do, all right, do you know who Jack White is? No. Okay. He's a, he's a, he's a tall guy with blue hair. And they're like, He'll, he's well, he's the guy that he, this show is, so he's probably he'll probably be in the center. Yeah, so so he has blue hair. Like what color blue? Like the fucking color of everything on the <laughs> set, you retard. Like, yeah, the whole conversation you were describing to me, I was just thinking, like he, it's he's gonna be the guy that's standing at center. He's yeah. gonna be the guy. Maybe he doesn't stand there all night, but the first thing they're gonna do is, ladies and gentlemen, Jack White is fucking the guy. Oh, it's the guy right there at center. Oh <laughs> shit, that's the guy. And then there's not gonna be another Jack White for the rest of the night. <laughs> I was on camera, and the thing he told me this multiple times, but he was like, okay, so what they're gonna do is the curtain. The curtain is gonna be down, but they're gonna start out with like a jam. So they're gonna do like a jam session, and then the curtain's gonna go up. And uh, you're gonna, you're gonna be looking for Jack. He's gonna be um, probably on the center mic, and 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 that's right where that center mark. He had, he had like his logo on the center of the the, the curtain. The, well, the, the stage. Yeah. And he was like, he's probably gonna be lined up right there. <laughs> I mean, you and you know he's doing. They, they this. don't do that for no reason. They don't do yeah. that for no reason. Yeah. You know they just had fucking idiots. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, that is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Of course, he's a Russian, but he's like a retard. <laughs> I watched that whole movie the other night for yeah. just for that line. What a great film. Star Trek for the Voyage Home. Anyway, well, are you ready to get some issues, Tim? I sure am. Here's what I don't get. Farewell tours. Next 13 weeks, here's what I don't get. It's a fucking farewell tour. Um, I think we're going to try and have some 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 of our longtime guests, yeah. some old hosts, Relive the glory days. We'll play that song nonstop. It'll be great. Oh boy. <clears throat> um, so, but what I really don't understand about farewell tours is when bands go on farewell tours yeah. because it's never the last one except for rushes. Like, yeah. And, and there's, it's always like, yeah, we started our farewell tour. There was a huge demand. So we started adding dates. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, I, there, I watched this documentary a couple months ago about Rush's final tour and they they had gone on tour, and Neil Peart said he was done. He said, yeah. "You know, I can't do this anymore. I can't take the physical strain on my it was body." Physical. Yeah. Um. It, you know, I, I don't want to be. I don't want to be one of those hasman bands that's doing casino gigs because you know I don't have the chops anymore. But even when he told them that there was still, you know, he talks about in the documentary there was still this. But if we do one more, yeah. But it's that's the last one. We're gonna do one last one, and and that's gonna be it. And 
So a couple years went by and the Getty and Alex came and they said, you know, we can't, we can't just have done a tour and let it, that's it. It's over. We should do one final one. And so they did. They, I mean, they made it like the greatest fucking concert that there's ever been. I don't think I'll ever, (laughs) I'll never see a concert of that caliber again in my fucking lifetime. It was incredible. We've talked about on the show before, but they played their discography backwards. They started with the set that they had on their last tour. Mm -hmm. It slowly transformed back through the sets. They took an intermission. When they came back from intermission, they're in front of these giant Marshall stacks like they were in the 70s 70s and 80s. And then as they, played backwards the roadies came out and started taking down the marshall stacks until event finally they're in front of a projection screen of a school auditorium and they've got their fucking amp sitting there in on, chairs on, a ch- on chairs yeah and and they're playing fucking rush working man uh and and man that was it you know that's that's the concert and they, they of course they did not encore but yeah. but you had you got to like hear every rush song you ever wanted to hear and, yeah. and and it was it was I mean it was the crowd was incredible it was electric there I mean, there's nothing nothing will ever come close to that and they were doing that tour it was huge I mean fucking sold out nights uh, every fucking night yeah. Yeah. and they're like well should we add we could add dates I'm like no we said we're doing you know twenty two dates fine that's the end this of the road yeah. yeah and and then and then Neil Peart died yeah and so there will never be another there will rush never tour. be another rush tour yeah. Uh, even if, even if for some reason Getty and Alex decided, oh, we're gonna betray his memory and like get someone else to play the yeah. drum parts, that's get not some a, young hotshot yeah. drummer. That's not a rush tour. No, I don't think that they'll do that. No, of course I don't think they would either. Yeah, they might. I, I like you know Alex has another band he's playing in now. Yeah, uh, that is weird and not up my alley. Yeah, and I know that they both still want to do like film score stuff. Of course they still want to, yeah, we may end yeah. up seeing a thing where Getty and Alex go on tour with like their own little projects that, and they yeah. play Rush songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably. Uh, in the next 10 years or yeah. whatever. Um, we'll probably start to see Rush tribute bands popping up if anyone can fucking learn the, the, the drum parts. Yeah. But. What would you call your Rush tribute band? Fly by Night. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, I think Starman. Would be- okay, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, Priest of Syrinx. My no, my band would be Time Tant Stand Still, and we would Ooh. just play uh, a single note from a single Rush song. And that's, <laughs> that's the show. It's just like this one moment, frozen in time, and we'd just be like, Boom, and then we just sit there in silence for two hours, just yeah. with our arms frozen in space, <laughs> and everyone's like, Yeah! And about five minutes later, they're like, What the hell is happening? What is happening? And then an hour in, the whole place is. It's, it'd be like when uh, Andy Kaufman read The Great Gatsby in college auditoriums. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Um, Lamnith, that would be a good. That's a good. That is a good. That's a good metal name. It's a good pull. The so anyway, the farewell tours these bands go on. They just keep adding dates. Like Kiss has been on the end of the road farewell tour. <laughs> They had been on it for two years prior to the lockdown. Yeah, and now they still have another two years of shows. Plus, I think they did like a month in Vegas or something. Yeah. And, and and also with most of these farewell tours, it's like, yeah, Kiss's farewell tour. We have Paul Stanley and we have Gene Simmons. And two other guys. And two other guys. So it's not even, you're not even getting to see like Rush. We saw Rush, you know, it's, 
it's Alex and Getty and Neil. That's yeah. that's Rush. Yeah. You you know these other ones. Elton John went on his for, uh, what was it Yellow Brick Road tour. He was on tour for years. He paused that tour to go on another tour with Billy Joel, which they've been on tour together like seventeen A bunch times. times. Yeah. Um, and so they did that. And then he comes back and he's like, yeah, we're still, this is my farewell tour. We're doing like all your favorites. He can't fucking sing the parts anymore. Nope. Um, it's, it's just random fill in musicians. And then Elton John at the piano. It's like, dude, you cannot go on another tour in the middle of your farewell tour <laughs> and then be like, yeah, this is still the last one. Yeah. And of course, so they'll, they'll do these, uh, this is our farewell tour. We're breaking up, you know, and then, then what's next? The reunion tour. Oh yeah, Genesis getting back together. Except we yeah. don't have Phil Collins or Peter Gabriel, <laughs> so uh, you know it's really just it's, it's the, the other guys of Genesis. It's, what was that guy's band? I don't know. Mike and the Mechanics. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> you you'll get those reunion tours, or you'll get two people, or you'll get the guy that's like uh, like Roger Lodgson. He goes on tour and does like the music of Super Tramp because he can't do Super Tramp because oh, Super Tramp yeah. still exists without him. Or like um, the Eagles. It's fucking uh, Don McClain. <laughs> Don Henley. John McClain. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Joe Shitface. Uh -huh. uh, the Stuttering John Aficionado and a bunch of other fucking retards. Yeah. They had a fucking string section. A string section, Tim. Yeah. Why do they fucking need a fucking string section? <laughs> They don't. No. Fuck you. Yeah. Uh, you know, so they're out on tour, but then Don Felder's also out on tour being like, I'm playing the music of the Eagles. Like, yeah, I know. You suck. You suck dick. <laughs> so they're just, they just go do that shit where like the band still exists. You know, Stick still exists. There's only Tommy Shaw is like the only original yeah, yeah. and James Young are the only two original members and they have other guys now, but like they're still Sticks. But also, uh, who's the guy that does Lady? That guy is still out on tour, also <laughs> doing stick songs, but he won't let the sticks band do Lady because he's doing his whole fucking. It's not Dennis thing. De Young. It's Dennis it's De, Dennis De, De Young. Young. That is yeah, correct. Yeah. yeah. So it's like you're not even. You're just still playing, you know. Yeah. Uh, and then one day it'll be like Sticks is going back on tour with Dennis De Young. Like, yeah, we can finally hear Lady in concert for the first time in 17 million yeah. years. Who the fuck cares? Gotta get our reunion tour. We're back. We're back, baby. We still got yeah. we got one more in us. We're 69, like fucking Gene Simmons. Gene Simmons comes walking out past the end of his show. He's all fucking wrapped up like a fucking mummy, just like limping along. It's like, dude, go the fuck home. <laughs> You're too old to be doing this. Paul grandkids. Stanley can't sing the fucking yeah. songs. It comes out there. You're like, oh no. <laughs> that was better than the way Paul Stanley was singing it. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Holy shit! Please stop. There are times when, I, when I'm sad that I missed the Slayer farewell tour. Yeah. But then I remember of the four dudes in Slayer during the farewell tour, only two of them were original members. Yeah. Because uh, um, Dave Lombardo quit uh, before the their last album, and uh, uh, Jeff Hanneman uh, died years ago. Yeah. And so. Uh, only half the band is the original members. It's kind of one thing, you know, it's like the who, the who's still out on tour. Like Jesus Christ, fellas. Half, you mean half of the who? Yeah. Half the who, <laughs> Cause most of them are dead and the other guys are in their nineties. Yeah. It's just like, Jesus. And you know, they're playing to tracks and all these kinds sure, of things. Sure. It's just, I don't, I know there are people like concerts. I'm not really a concert guy. Like I'm, 
I have this very, very, very small list of like, this is who I want to see in concert, you know, and, and I've said them all before, you know, Rush, Crash Test Dummies, Weird Al. Yeah. And that's really it. Like, that's the period at the end of the sentence. And you're going to finish it up soon. And I'm, yeah, fucking in, on Wednesday, I will have completed the triumvirate and I, I may be very well happy to never see another concert for the rest of my life. Never pay to see another yeah, concert. Sure. With the okay, with one exception, I would pay to see Weird Al again because what we're going to see is the Weird Al Originals tour. Yeah, yeah. And I would love to then also see the Weird Al parody tour. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now there are some people that really don't like the Weird Al Originals tour, and I'm like, you're not a fan. Yeah, you just like you funny like songs. Yeah, you like the you like um, the singles. Yes. So you like you've you, you've clearly never listened to one of his albums. Yeah. Um. I the the other, well, I love the polka compilations as I'm sure will uh-huh. not be included in in this. No, I don't think so. Um, I, I assume in the encore we'll get you know we'll get like one parody. You think so? Yeah, maybe a polka compilation. This is what I'm hoping for. Sure. And uh, what do you think is the big finisher? I know what you want. I know what I want too. Uh, and it luckily it is a original. Yes, Albuquerque. Albuquerque, all the way through. Yeah, I'd, I actually think they they've never played that live. I believe they've never played it live. I believe. Oh man, I want to see that live. Either that so or bad. Genius in France. Nah, because Genius in France. No, I'm I'm, I'm I'm trying to remember if if which one it is that they haven't played live. Because I know Genius in France, they had to record that in like bits. Because mm. it's all like Frank Zappa fucking nonsense, weird jam nonsense, nonsense uh, for eight and a half nine minutes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Boy, that trailer for the Weird Al movie looks not good. Oh, I cannot. Oh, man. I'm glad you brought that. I almost forgot about that. When they announced it, I was like, Ugh, I don't know about this. Uh huh. And then the trailer. We watched the trailer like, uh, this oh, last no. weekend. Yeah. Because it came out. Uh, and I, we, I had not had, we watched it for the first time together. Yes. yes. And we it, held hands. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Not only did it not look good, it didn't look good. And then it was like, Coming exclusively to Roku. <laughs> like, oh no! I can't even tell you a TV show that came exclusively to Roku. Oh yeah, I, let I, alone a fucking movie. I know the Roku channel exists. I know you can watch free content on the Roku. Yeah, my personal Roku devices do not have the Roku channel. On yeah, them. because what the Roku channel is with what I have seen in the past when I checked it out was what it would do is they'd put like five episodes of a series on mm-hmm. there and it'd be like, all right, you can watch episodes one through five and then episode six would be like, please subscribe to and a channel you can subscribe mm. to via your Roku account, which yep. then Roku gets a little cut. And I was like, oh, so this is just like a funnel to, uh, and I, I'm really uh, tired of paying for streaming services. So I yeah. think, I think in my next iteration of uh, television watching, it's going to be a Plex server where I exclusively torrent, and steal my content because yeah. I am so tired of paying for this shit. Um, but yeah, that that doesn't look good. And I'm sure Weird Al will do a farewell tour someday when he's like old and gray and yeah. whatever. But just if you're going to do it, commit to it, right? If if Peter Gabriel's like, I want to do one final tour, get all the guys to Genesis together, Phil Collins, you know, let's do a big one. Speaking of Phil Collins, but not Phil Collins. Talking about Phil Collin. Def Leppard. Def Leppard. Yeah. What did they say? That they suck. (laughs) It's better to burn out. Ah. Fade away. Fade away. Yeah. No, it's true. 
And and that's the that's the thing. Like you'll, I'll be you know driving down towards towards your place, and I pass the casino, and it'll have those like the big digital billboards, and they'll be like Air Supply live in concert, and I'm like Air Supply. Name three Air Supply songs. Why are you on tour? <laughs> I can name one. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure there are people out there that are like big Air Supply fans. Sure. But by the time you're fucking, once you hit the casino circuit, it's time to stop. Time to stop. <laughs> and I realized that, you know, one of the bands that I want to see in the world is a one-hit wonder. I get it. There's a, there's a certain amount of irony there. But if they stop touring... I still have all their albums yeah. that I can just listen to and enjoy the music. That's yes. the other thing. It's like you go see bands live and it's just never as good. Mm. It's never as good, man. They don't have all the parts or they like shave down the this or the that. Or they play like truncated versions of it. It's like no, I, I want to listen to the version that I know that I know is good and the quality that I like. Because okay. then, then can... also, also you got to be like, you know, you get in the middle of the song and then they're like, all right, now you guys sing it. Like, no, I am paying you fuckers <laughs> to sing your fucking songs. I'm not paying for all these douchebags to sing along. In my perfect world, we walk in here and they'd slap tape over these motherfuckers' mouths. <laughs> Shut the fuck <laughs> up! Put uh, your fucking phone down and shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's what they should. I want to MC a concert and yeah. just walk out there like, all right, everybody. Hey, how? Hey, whoa, 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 settle down, settle down. Oh, I know you're excited. All right, all right. My name is Tab Burt. I'll be this master ceremony tonight for the big Rush reunion tour. We brought back Neil Peart from the grave. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, all right. That's enough. That's enough screaming. Now here's what we're gonna do. You're all gonna sit down in your fucking chairs so all the people behind you can sit in their fucking chairs and see the fucking stage. Do you fucking understand me? And they're like, woo! I'm like, you think this is a joke? I am not fuck. Sit the fuck down! And then people start to like sit down slowly. Alright, who's got a cell phone? Alright, take a picture of the set. Now put your goddamn phone away and keep it in your fucking pocket! Nobody gives a shit you went so rush tonight! Not one fucking person! What, are you going to watch that fucking video again? No, you're not. So put it the fuck in your pocket and fucking leave it there. And then stay sat in your fucking chair. All right, rule number three. Shut the fuck up. I do not want to hear one of you motherfuckers trying to sing along to Fly By Night like you know the fucking words. You don't know the fucking words. Now, please enjoy the show. <laughs> that would be a great opener. There'd be spittle all over the first 17 rows. <laughs> uh, you kind of yell you almost, almost went into Matt Foley. <laughs> I heard it. I heard a, a slight tinge of it in there. All right, here, folks. Here's what we're going to do. You're going to sit in your fucking chairs. You're going to shut it up. <laughs> uh, uh, that would be a great hope. That's the way to do it, right? And then everyone thinks it's funny, and then you start hauling motherfuckers right out of the audience. Put your goddamn phone away. Anyway, well, what's your first issue this week, Tim? <laughs> Here's what I don't get. Card-only services. Yeah. Nothing feels more antiquated to me than buying something online, and it's like, now please input your credit card information. And you have to get your wallet out. 
You're like, well, or, or you know, you're like, okay, it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Hold on. Okay, was it this card that's nine zero zero two, or was the last card nine zero zero two, and this one's nine two zero two? Well, and then you get to that three-digit code, and it's like, well, this one is one five one, mm-hmm. but the last one was like seven six yeah. three, and you, so put you, just, in- oh, you just got you'll you'll pull it out, just make sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Expiration date. Yeah. Because even cause security code. Google yeah. will do the autofill thing, but you still have to put that CBC code in or yeah. or your uh, zip code or whatever to confirm that it's you using your card. So it ends up being a net just annoyance. Yes. No matter what. And 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 of course they're always like, would you like to save this card for future purchases? <laughs> Absolutely fucking not. Yeah. Uh, if you know the the last twenty five years of internet <laughs> commerce has anything to go by. Yeah. You're getting hacked right now. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> like the next email I get will not be the shipping confirmation. <laughs> yeah. It will be an apology letter that my account got hacked. Dear Tim, uh, we sincerely apologize. Our, our, your inf- confidential information leaked, blah, 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 blah. I posted that thing 60 seconds ago. <laughs> like, the only reason I, 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 like, I don't have any faith in PayPal. Yeah. Right? Eventually, they'll get hacked if they haven't already been. The only reason I use them as the middleman is because they are the most accepted middleman. Yeah. To solve this specific problem. Yeah. To be like, nope, click, just I, I just want, I want to click PayPal, and then continue, and then it'll bring up PayPal's thing, and I'll click agree on PayPal, mm-hmm. and not have to you know go through the whole rigmarole, and not put my confidential information into like six hundred websites. Yeah, it just goes into the one, and so if PayPal gets hacked, then yeah, I'm in trouble. I know where, <clears throat> but yeah. as opposed to like, oh, I went to like. Uh, weird anime hentai statues dot biz, yeah. which I know one of your favorite sites, yeah. and or because I went there to buy you something for your birthday. Yeah. It's like I don't want to put my credit card into this <laughs> fucking site. I mean, it, the the website felt sticky. <laughs> I don't know how they did it, but like I I closed it and I had to wipe my computer down. I don't it, know how they do it, <laughs> but the website I feel I like a flat titty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, and it's because I I back to Kickstarter the other day, and Kickstarter is still still doesn't have PayPal. No, they're Holy still card shit. only, and I'm sure they have a you know they they I bet on their website they're like we gladly only accept credit card uh, purchases because you know for security reasons, um, like PayPal. You like like you don't think PayPal has at least equal amounts of uh. Uh, security as Kickstarter as Kickstarter. Yeah. Yeah. They probably have more because just because this, their size. Yeah. Yeah. And PayPal's kind of a shitty company. Yes. But it's the lesser of evils. And yep. when you got to do commerce on the internet, it's just because that's the other annoying thing is right. You've got all these things tied to your card and Oh, Target.com, we had a data breach. Yes. We accidentally leaked all your card numbers. Uh, we went ahead and told all the banks right away. And so your bank, you, I've gotten, I had that happen. Yeah. I think it was a Target data breach. My And my bank just sent me a new card. They just, they just, they just go ahead and do <clears> it, and it like, for All me. right, cool. I got it. And then a month later, it was like, oh, your insurance payment didn't yeah. go through. It was like, oh, shit. 
That's right. Oh, your cable bill didn't get paid. Uh, gotta, yeah, because that number. It's not just, you know, you get the emails where it's like, your card is expiring at the end of the month. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to update. Like, yeah, I do. Let me go in there. All right, the new code is 123, and the expiration date is 1 of 2027. Like, cool. I'm set for another five years. It's great. <clears throat> With... When they just replace your card, it's they a totally do no, yeah. new number and nothing, no one gets told. And so then you start getting like, oh, yeah, we're going to have to charge this 10% late fee or whatever the deal is. And you're like, God damn it. That's why I fucking set up auto pay. Yep. Yeah. And it's and it's it's weird because, like, you know, you go anywhere else and what's the easiest way to pay? Cash. Your card. Yeah. Oh, so into like a physical store. Yeah, you're a physical store. Yeah. Beep. Yes. Remove your card. All right, cool. I like or the tap ones now. The, yeah, I've tried the tap ones. They've never worked for me. Yeah, some of the places don't do it yet, which yeah. is annoying. But the places that do, like Quick Trip does it, so they'll be like, yeah, you want this uh, bottle of water and, and a hot dog? $3. And I have I, my, my new wallet. You can just barely stick the edge of the cards mm-hmm. out. Just stick that out, rub it against the thing tap it back in and put it in my pocket. It's all completed. No touch. It's great. Amazing. Yeah. It's like having PayPal in your wallet. It is. And I know there's like, I'm sure there's a PayPal card you could use. Yeah. Well, you can get a PayPal credit card. Yeah. I mean, it's just or a, like a digital card. Like a, there's like a QR code thing, a right? Pre-filled up like a prepaid visa gift well, card, I, I but mean, it's attached to your PayPal account. Because I know this was years ago, but they're like, now you can pay with your PayPal account at like CVS. Mm. So yeah, how did you do that though? Clackety, 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 sign in, authorize. Let me text you a number. <laughs> <text>. Yes. <Yeah. So, laughs> that's what annoys me. So I've been using Brave and Brave, I guess because it rotates like your credentials for security. Every time I have to go to PayPal, I have to get texted. Ugh. To be told yeah. my, just like, can you not figure this out, man? Can we not like just identify on the MAC address or is there a setting I need to change in Brave? So that, and I've Googled and people are like, yeah, I have this problem in Brave. And Brave is like, oh, well. So also, I think I'm done with Brave too, because I switched to Brave because Chrome got rid of the card windows mm-hmm. to the tiled layout, yeah. which is garbage. That's garbage. And apparently Chromium completely deleted the code to have oh cards. great great so brave people are all complaining and brave is like yeah we're trying to but they chromium got rid of the option not just not just we uh switched it to not be the default like we just completely eliminated the concept of choice like then that's the whole point yeah <sighs> So I think they were they were working on reintegrating it into their mobile webs their mobile app, but they haven't done that yet, and I'm pretty well annoyed with it because it's an in, it's an inconvenient way to navigate tabs. It is. Yeah, I don't know who I don't know what dipshit thought that was a good idea. Yeah, because you'll go you'll be in a group, and you'll look down and you have two tabs open. You're like, what happened to like my bank tab yeah. I had open? I had seven eBay pages. Oh, open I have to Rhinestone back out of that and then go back in and. For a while on Android, this was like years ago, Chrome tabs were individual apps when you would like pop open yes. my recently opened yep. apps. And that was a nightmare. Yeah. Um, and this is somehow worse than that. Somehow. Somehow they did it. I don't know how they do it, but they managed to, they managed to constantly make technology worse. Yeah. It's like if we rolled back all technology five years, I think we'd all be a lot happier. 
You think so? Yes. Like, did you really need a 4K TV, Tim? No. No. No, no you not. didn't. No. I have one. Yeah, the 1080p TV is pretty good. Well, now your 4K TV is old shit. You need to buy the new 98-inch TCL 8K TV that costs $8,000. I think you need to buy that. <clears throat> yeah, I do. I, actually, <laughs> uh, I need to, you know, f- uh, gofundme.com slash tab. Yeah. Let me buy a big, let me buy an overly large television for no reason. Uh, I want Dolly Parton's titties to be as big as they feel. (laughs) (laughs) I want to watch, I want to watch Rhinestone in glorious 8K on my 98 inch screen OLED television. So Mm -hmm. the blacks are very black and the whites are very white and the titties are 10 feet And so that Dolly is life size. More than than life size. size. She's (laughs) As big, I need Dolly to be as big on the television as she is in my mind. Coming twenty twenty, coming twenty twenty three. It's Attack of the Fifty Foot Dolly Parton. <laughs> uh, yeah, the the la every all these websites that like want to process your stuff on there. There I, a few months ago, I went to go buy a new watch because I lost my Luminox watch mm-hmm. and. So I found one, I found out that they made a chronograph version of the same watch that I had before. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. I really, I want to get that. And I found this really cool designed one that was not exactly like my old watch, but similar. And it was on Mm -hmm. a NATO strap and it was like $600 on Amazon, but through like watches.biz, it was only like 280 bucks. Yeah. And so I went to watches.biz and added to my cart and tried to check out and try to check out through PayPal and just it wouldn't integrate. And I was, it was like, well, you can pay through our payment processor. And it's like, no, I want to pay through PayPal because that's, you know, I, I know that things are protected. If yeah. you turn out to be a shitty company mm-hmm. and don't send me the watch, PayPal will give me my money back. Yeah. Um, and so I ended up just, I ended up emailing them. They never got back to me. So I was like, fuck them. I went and bought a different, I bought the watch I have now, which is, you know, much more like my old one, but has a chronograph, spent a little bit more. And, you know, I was able to pay with PayPal. And then they emailed me like, yeah, we, we got it fixed. I don't know what it was. And I was like, well, if you'd gotten back to me, like in any kind of reasonable amount of time, I would have purchased that from you, but I already bought an expensive watch to, you know, destroy at work. Uh, thank you so much. And then, like, just like Kickstarter, and but even more, I assume, Amazon is also up their own ass. Yeah. Where, like, they don't take PayPal. Nope. Because, you know, they believe that they they know better than you. And they do. They do. And they too. also want you, I bet they have, like, Amazon, I bet Amazon Pay is a thing now. And no, it is. You can pay with your Amazon account on non-Amazon sites. That's been a while. That's been around for years. Yeah. It's kind of weird. There you go. Yeah, they, that's why they won't allow PayPal because they are uh, Amazon is doing the vertical monopoly. Yes, where like co- instead of instead of being a horizontal monopoly, where you're the 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 good example is with cameras. You know, mm-hmm. Kodak had all the film; they were just killing it. And yeah. they're like, "Oh no, you guys got to allow competition." So rather than only doing film, Kodak started making cameras and development processes and paper and all this kind of printers and they so they create this vertical monopoly where you can buy kodak products you know from the origin to the end and amazon's doing that same thing where where they're kind of trying to control the product from the moment it comes out of the factory and sometimes at the factory factory, yeah 
all the way to your front door and every part of that, the way the money gets to them, the the trucking, like all of that shit. That's why they're becoming this big unstoppable force. They're like a metastasizing cancer taking over (laughs) industry. Till one day you'll live in an Amazon home. Yeah, that's, that's why. That's the end game is you live in your Amazon yep. home that speaks to you. Yeah. And if you say too many naughty words, it doesn't let you open yeah. the fridge. Alexa, <laughs> I need water. Oh, I'm sorry, Tab. I can't do that. Yeah. <clears throat> Amazon home for seniors. You mm-hmm. just input your uh, your just, elderly parents' uh, birth year. And Amazon Home for Seniors will take care of the rest. Amazon Home for Seniors, uh, just turn over your Social Security to us and we'll take care of the rest. Yeah. Checks go straight to Amazon. You live in this fucking pod. Let's see. uh, uh, We put Grandpa Tab in Amazon Home for Seniors earlier, and uh, we we love it. Uh, We just typed in um, uh, early 90s, and it it plays a range of music all the time to soothe him. you know, from music from 1995 to 2005, it just picks a random song mm-hmm. and he loves it. You know, mm-hmm. when they play Jaquan's Tipsy at a low level for him to soothe and relax to. I have no idea what that is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, uh, my my family will not be putting me in any homes because uh, I will escape from them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My family's gonna have to put me down. Yes, because <laughs> I'll be like crazy grandpa. Yeah. And, uh, they'll, like they'll pin me. I'll be like, it's for your own good. They'll take one of those cattle prod things that where they push the button and it pushes the. You're gonna be like John Lithgow in a, uh, uh, the first Planet of the Apes new trilogy. Which one that one was? Yes. Where he's in the Mustang and he's like, yeah, and the guy's like, get out of my fucking car. You're like, no, it's my Mustang. <laughs> Mustang. <laughs> and then a chimp comes and beats the other guy within an inch of his life. No, there like, won't be any chimps. Thank you, chimp. Oh, let's go home, buddy. Because I hate monkeys. <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway. Well, that's a good issue, Tim. And that brings us to the middle of our episode, which means it's time for... This fucking episode is brought to you in part by the Brigada News Network. Definitely not fake news. Well, Tim, what news do we have today? Well, speaking of technology, uh, this one really made the rounds, so everyone's probably heard about it by now, but I'd like to talk to Tab about it. Uh, Someone stole Seth Green's Ape NFT, which, you know, we we could give two shits about. Yeah. But um, he was planning a new animated series around the characters in his expansive NFT collection. And now, since he doesn't own that NFT anymore, he can't make the show. <laughs> do, do you know what this sounds like to me, Tim? I do know what it sounds like to you. What do you think it sounds like? Sounds like um, um, marketing for his new NFT ape show. Uh, no, that's not what I think it really? sounds like. No, I think it's a case of insurance fraud Mm. yeah i've got this idea for a show i want to go ahead and like put in these protections so that if you know something happens with the intellectual property i can and then oh no my nfts were stolen oh no because they're worthless right Uh 
And so now the NFTs are stolen. Oh, insurance company, we can't make the show anymore. You're going to have to pay us out or somehow. Somehow it, so- it sounds very uh, scammy. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, yeah, Adult Swim gave me $100 million to make this on spec. And then, oh, we lost the commercial rights to the characters. We can't make the show. But uh, the contract doesn't only stipulates that, like, we have to try. If I lost the rights to the characters, then they really can't come after me for that mm-hmm. $100 million, whatever it is. That's... I, that is the scheme to me. That's the scam that I came up with in my head when I read the headline. Um, uh, on May 8th, an anonymous scammer swiped four of Seth Green's NFTs in a phishing scheme. Mm-hmm. Uh, on Twitter, job too. Yeah, on Twitter, he mourned his, quote, stolen assets. It was He announced losses of a bored ape, two mutant apes, and a doodle. Capital D. See, that's that's the other thing that doesn't make any sense to me is that if I, let's say I, you know, Seth Green does visual art of a sort with Robot Chicken and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. So if I was like, oh, I want to kind of cash in on this NFT deal and make an NFT show, mm-hmm. I would start by creating a new uh, original yes. character. Yeah. And then like make the show about NFTs. Yes. And maybe make an NFT that ties in with the show. Mm-hmm. And that would be the show. And then you can sell them. Because it would be, but the original character would be my intellectual property. Yeah. Whereas if I like buy from you the rights, like if I, if they made Boba Fett an NFT mm-hmm. and I could buy the rights to Boba Fett and then make my own Boba Fett show for Disney Plus. Yeah. Like that doesn't make any sense. No. Because Disney Plus would be like, why would I do that? I own, I have, I own Boba Fett. We're yeah. making a Boba Fett show. It's like, yeah, yeah, but you and it, I just want, I just want the rights to like this image of Boba Fett so that I can make, like, no, that doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. The whole thing's a scam. It is, yeah. I mean, they've, they've, they've been a scam from the beginning. Yeah. Uh, apparently, uh, the, uh, the transaction ledgers show that the board ape was sold by the scammer to a pseudo. <laughs> A pseudonymous collector known as Darkwing84, who purchased it for more than $200,000. Wait, what? They sold it from, oh, the scammer stole it and then sold it for $200,000. Yes. Okay. Uh, and the scammer also flipped one of the other apes for about 42000 I cannot, I mean. It's really hard to wrap your head around. Yeah. What the hell is going on here? But, you know, keeps happening. Yep. Uh, and and you know it couldn't happen to more dumb people, right? Yeah, you earned it. I mean, there's only like like the the opposite, not opposite, but like another a different story about this would not work. Where it was like Seth Green uh, comes out as anti NFT. Like oh, that's weird. I figure you know Scott Evil would totally be up for this. Mm-hmm. The it makes me think of something like um, what happened with. Uh, Stan Lee and Kirby, Jack Kirby, Jack Kirby, with the credits for the creation of certain characters like Spider Man. Yeah, where one guy kind of genesis it, but then the other guy developed it, uh-huh. and then there's like uh, like Bob Kane and Bill Finger, exactly with Batman. Yeah. Um, as far as who gets the credit for the the thing, but that's again an original property that's taken and expanded. Yeah. This is an, this is like a procedurally generated image. This mm-hmm. would be like making a TV show based on captures. Yeah. Oh, I've got this capture pulled up on my computer. I haven't filled it out yet. So this is my capture. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to make a show about like nipple 
rhubarb. Yes. That's the, that's the show. <laughs> and then someone like, your internet goes down and the page refreshes like, no, not my nipple rhubarb. No, I had the squiggly lines. I had a whole character arc for the squiggly lines. It's like uh, something that uh, Neil Breen would do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you took my ape. How could you do this? <laughs> I can't believe you do this. I can't believe you take my ape. <laughs> that's your show. Yeah, that's your show there. Neil Breen presents the world of NFTs. <laughs> when his next movie comes out and said like NFTs launch with it, uh -huh. you're going to know he listens to the show. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. All of my Ethereum is gone. You've stolen all of my Ethereum. All of these big banks, they lie and they cheat <laughs> and they steal from us. Which is why NFTs are the way forward. <laughs> We're going to create our own cryptocurrency. Uh, well, in other tech news, um, uh, which is also a scam, um, according to the United Arab Emirates' Minister of State for Artificial Intelligence... Um, new laws should be created to prevent people from committing crimes such as murder in the metaverse. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, it's anti-teabagging laws. <laughs> oh, no. I'd be thrown in jail immediately. Uh, yeah, he was giving his, a speech at the World Economic Forum in Davos, Switzerland. Oh, oh the world. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, of course, this is at the World Economic Forum, uh -huh. the home of all evil that's befallen mankind <laughs> in the last 50 years. He said the realistic you nature. You want to fix the world? Wait until the yeah. next meeting the World Economic Forum. Suitcase nuke. <laughs> all problems solved. Uh, he said that the realistic the nature. The only thing the World Economic Forum is missing <laughs> is Watto from Star Wars. <laughs> Uh, Andy, I'm telling you, these slaves they make us so much money. Uh, no, no, Jedi mind tricks here. Only money. Only money. <laughs> um, he said that the realistic nature of any metaverse that does come to fruition could allow people to be terrorized in ways that aren't currently possible. <laughs> I'm just imagining like. I'm jacking you off right now. I'm jacking you off right now. Like, no, no, stop jacking off my digital penis. <laughs> I can't feel it. No. Um, oh, Jesus. He said, if I send you a text on WhatsApp, it's text. It might terrorize you to terrorize you, but to a certain degree, it will not create the memories uh, that will cause PTSD from it. But if I come into the metaverse and it's a realistic world that we're talking about in the future, and I actually murder you and you see it, it actually takes you to a certain extreme where you need to enforce aggressively across the world because everyone agrees that certain things are unacceptable. No, no, not everyone agrees. Klaus Schwab, <laughs> you fucking cunt. Um, so, well, so I just would like to cite the rule of that one Zuby tweet or whatever the guy is who tweeted it. It was just like, like how can cyberbullying be real? Like, oh, nigga, yeah, just yeah. close your eyes. <laughs> oh, that's Tyler, the creator. Tyler, the creator. Yeah. yeah. That's the, that is no. Just, <laughs> oh no, I'm being murdered in the metaverse. <laughs> There's a block button, retard. There's your fucking enforcement mechanism. Right click. Block. Now you're not being murdered in the Take metaverse. Take the goggles off. Yeah, take, take the VR goggles off. Oh no, I'm being I'm falling to my death. 
Yeah, it's like it's like when you see in a movie when the guy's like, I'm drowning, I'm drowning. Oh my god, they're like, stand up, and it's, he stands it's five up feet. and he's in ankle yeah. deep water. Yeah. And it's like, aha, this guy's so stupid. Yeah. What a everybody, everybody who is involved, the World Economic Forum should uh, have all their assets seized, mm-hmm. sold, the money distributed to. Like fucking anything, yeah. uh, ammo. It should just <laughs> take that money and buy ammo. Uh, let's just you know five five six, and just send everyone in the world an equal amount of five five six. And maybe you get three rounds. It's like here's your here's your World Economic Forum rounds. <laughs> then you take all those people, and you know those machines they have that you can like put a whole Volkswagen in, and it'll turn it into little bits yeah. of metal. You put all those people into one of those, and then you harvest the blood, and you use that for fertilizer. Nice. Yeah. Well, our next news story uh, comes to us from uh, the land of tomatoes. Heinz. Vegetales. Oh. Uh, we like to we like to you know as as people know on the show we like to bring you the best and only catch uh, up podcast coverage there is. That's true. We did do uh, that. <laughs> well, uh, Heinz is innovating once again. No. With no, a catch up. No. 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 <laughs> No, uh, no, 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 no. They announced no, a no, partnership no, no. with no, the company no, no, Pulpex no, 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 to develop no, a paper no, bottle no, for Heinz no, ketchup. No, 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 They're paper-based, no, renewable, no, and recyclable, no, and sourced from no, sustainable materials. No, 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 uh, they're said to be a step towards no, Kraft Heinz goals for sustainability, no, no, which include no, making all of its product no, pack- no. product packaging recyclable, reusable, or compostable no, by 2025, no, no, and to reach no, net zero no, emissions by no, 2050. No, 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 no. You misunderstood. <laughs> uh, according to Polpex, the bottles will be fully recyclable once approved for use in food packaging. If the bottles are thrown away, they say that it's uh, biodegradable. Either way. Do you remember when Sun Chips made their biodegradable bags? And they were fucking... The noisiest thing. The noisiest the thing planet. in the world. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't think these will be noisy, but I think one day you'll open up your fridge and you'll just have a pile of ketchup in there. Yeah. Yeah. They'll have like disintegrated, e- eaten through. Did you know that aluminum cans have a layer of plastic on the inside of them? Yeah. Yeah. And so the can taste doesn't seep through. Exactly. Because if you buy... That's what these will have. Yeah. Is a... Paper. Plastic membrane, so yeah. it'll be a paper box. It'll be like it'll be like a milk carton, like a milk carton. Yeah, it'll or be a, a paper box, box yeah. and and then it'll have a plastic lining, and it'll you know the outside will rot away, and the plastic yeah. lining. And it will comes with a little straw you just poke <laughs> through and drink your ketchup oh, through. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> uh, we've got one last news story, and uh, there's a there's a picture that goes along with this news story. It's not mm. gross or anything. I just want to show it show it to tab first. I should have gotten. I should have filled my pitcher and then I could refill my water. Yeah, I should, I'm going to show it to tab first. Um, and I just want just want to get your opinion on this. What the, on this dog? Like a border collie. It looks like Lassie. Yeah. 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 Uh, you're wrong. That's not a dog. Uh, that's a Japanese man. NFT? That's a Japanese man. Oh wow. A full grown ass Japanese man. Uh, Toko. Um, he. Uh, contacted Zepit, which is a professional agency that makes like uh, weird statues and stuff. Uh, they make they specifically they make uh, sculptures for movies, commercials, and amusement facilities, and costumes for like TV and mascot characters in Japan. Uh, well, he wanted to become a dog so much that he uh, paid them 
upwards of $85. 2 million yen. So $98. Like $20,000. Okay. Um, to make in completely like a very realistic dog costume that he can put himself into. Okay. Uh, yeah. It's uh, he can move in it. Like mm-hmm. he's, it's not, it's, can he move out into the ocean and stay there? Yeah. <laughs> um, he says there's uh, restrictions to his. He, it, it, so it restricts his movement somewhat because if he moves in a certain way, he doesn't look like a dog anymore because mm-hmm. he's a human. Um, but there is there is video of him moving around. Oh no! In his full size dog suit. That is horrifying. It's, it's oh god! It's <laughs> waving. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's really creepy because it's a. Fucking full grown man, not in a fursuit, but in a like lifelike dog suit. Jesus. Well, I went to the Renaissance Fair this past weekend. Yeah, I bet you saw a bunch of Japanese guys in dog suits oh, there. Shit. You? you know, the Renaissance Fair has always kind of been for weird, like weird fringe people. Yeah. You know, but they're, they're kind of, they're well meaning. Sure. But they're very open minded. They're very liberal. They're very like, mm-hmm. we have to, you know, let everyone in type deal. And uh, I think it's become a detriment because now there are there were a lot of danger hares, mm-hmm. um, and there were four no less than four furries that I saw, and I believe two of them were on cast in furry costumes. <clears throat> I mean, you mean they were cast members? Yeah. Oh, so like they were appealing to that market? Like they were getting paid by the event. I, I, I mean, I'm saying like that event is now appealing to those people. Yeah. That's uh, disturbing. It is. Um, Almost as disturbing as that stuff they call root beer there. I'll fucking fight you, Tim. (laughs) Uh, Take your fucking carbonation and your no strawberries and shove them right in your butthole. (laughs) Sounds like a good night. Sounds like an opposite fart. (laughs) Yeah. Ah, God damn you. Yeah, it was... was, um, And, you know, enjoyed spending the day with my family, but Mm -hmm. kind of also was like, kind of, some of these people kind of gave me the heebie jeebies. Yeah. Yeah. I like, I I expect that they were like walking on all fours with like leashes. No, 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 no. They were the, they were the like walk around mascot type furries. Mm. But, you know, it was, uh, I guess, trucking and tucking. Trucking and Tucking went a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and they had um, it was like in the low nineties, and they were in those fucking fur suits. Or no, 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 no. My mom went. My mom went, and she said they were in their fur suits, uh-huh. and it was in the nineties. And I was like, "Yeah, that's because furries are fucking insane." Yeah. <sighs> anyway, well, uh, this has been the Rakeda News Network. Definitely not fake news. And that takes care of our legal obligations, Tim, but you know it doesn't take care of? What? 556 ammo to go <laughs> furry hunting. And if you want to help us with that project, you can visit at patreon.com forward slash HDBIDG, which stands for... Here's what I don't get. Which is the name of the show. And over there, we have five tiers, but I don't know. We may, I don't know. We got to figure this out because we're, we're back. We need to do some backdated uh, bonus content for like the last six months. We need to do some movie commentaries. We need to kind of make up everything that we should have in the next mm-hmm. 14 weeks. So that's yeah. part of the plan. <laughs> so there's going to be a lot of stuff coming, hopefully. Uh, and I don't know what the structure is going to be. It's going to be weird, it's folks. It's going to be a big mess, but we're going to we're going to do it because we're committed. Yeah. 
going to pull through. And uh, right now, there's five tiers. We have the one buck tier, which gets the early access to each week's episodes, plus our monthly mini-sodes. We have our $2 tier. We throw the random bits and bobs we do now and again. We have our $5 tier. We do our monthly bonus episodes. Here's what I do get. We drop the hate and talk about what's great. We have our $10 tier where you, the fans, submit a film. You vote on what film we watch, and we watch and record a feature of the commentary. And then we have our $50 spite producer tier where you get a say in the show. You can ask for special guests. You can get... Um, you know, special format stuff. People, people have been at, were asking me about the uh, steak st- video on uh, paypig.org the other day, you know, but what, what goes in the rub? We got some comments on that. So oh, okay. People are still yeah. enjoying that. And that was nice. a nice. spite producer request. Um, and I think it turned out really well as did the steaks. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, thank you to all our patrons, big and small, new and old, everyone who supported the show over the last six years of content, uh, six years, five hosts, and we're looking at 300 episodes yep. and probably, I don't even remember what the number is of bonus episodes, but there is a, there a were lot. a lot of bonus episodes over the years. Uh, all of that was made possible from the, you know, people who have supported us all of this time and um, really just can't say thank you enough to everyone um, from everywhere. 592 episodes on the feed minus the 286 306 bonus episodes. It's a lot. It's more, than, it's more than uh, the show itself. Yeah, more than a lot of other, you know, podcasts. You know, some podcasts, they come out strong out of the gate. They do like six months of content. Mm-hmm. Um, and, then, and then here we are, you know, it's been a year. Literally a year. Haven't watched, listened to a single fucking episode about a Godzilla movie. Mm-hmm. And then it's been eight months, haven't gotten a single episode about anything, mm-hmm. you know, so... I say count your blessings yeah. as far as you know how how your podcasts go. But uh yeah, thank you to everyone. It really has meant a lot over these years. Both the support for this show, for everything I've done as Mad Cucks, you know, the kind words people say to me at the live events. And so I just want to spend the next 14 weeks saying thank you to everyone over and over and over again. Um but let's get back to some issues, Tim. Here's what I don't get. Ass beatings. Uh-huh. And do you know why? Why? Because I know how to shut my fucking <laughs> mouth. <laughs> Oh, we got 14 more weeks. It's time to pick some internet fights, Tim. <laughs> Ethan Ralph, that looking like me son of a bitch, got the shit kicked out of him again in fucking Lisbon, Portugal. No, I will say, like, he's uh, the road he's on, he's diverting from your image super fast. <laughs> <laughs> Ethan Ralph and I are like. Uh, like twins separated at birth, uh-huh. and then you have like one that was raised by like a loving family, uh-huh. you know, with the dad who you know wanted to make sure his son like grew to understand hard work and accomplishment, and like uh, you know, really had they got good quality time, and like a mom that that you know did the stay at home mom stuff and helped out, and then you have the one that was like raised by drug addicts, <laughs> and you push them back together, you know, thirty years later, and it's yeah. like, what is it nature? Or is it nurture? Is it nature? Or is it nurture? <laughs> it's like, holy shit. It's nurture. God damn. God damn. Was, God damn, nurture. You scary. I was joking at lunch that like I think I think Ethan Ralph and I are like uh so in the Ender's Game series, there's this thing called the Ansible where they take two particles and they get them to match up in frequencies, and no matter how far apart those particles get in the universe, they're still cosmically linked uh-huh. so if you put information into one particle it'll appear in the other particle sure and that's how they have fast and light communications okay yeah so i think ethan ralph and i are like two particles connected by this like thread of the ansible network where 
but we're on, you know, we have to constantly cosmically keep balance. So like I get a job offer that's going to be a great job and Ralph gets the ship, you know, <laughs> in Portugal and you just got to be like, uh, is that, are those two things connected? Like what is going on? And it all comes down to one thing. Here's the thing with Ethan and Ralph. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't really have a problem with him per se. Yeah. We've never, I mean, we we met in Tampa. I think that's the only time we met. Uh, I, th- I did, um, I did the kill stream when they did put Dick into the hall of fame, you know, as a roast. Mm-hmm. So I went and roasted some people. Um, I never really watched the kill stream. I kind of only ever heard about it ancillary through the, uh, Dick show network and kind of, you know, what stuff people have said over the, over the time. But based on my very little experience with Ethan Ralph, including, you know, a 20 minute period where I was trying to keep him from getting into a fight with a random gay guy on the streets of Tampa. Yeah. His problem is entirely caused by him being a jackass and then just not letting it go. Yeah. I think at a certain point, like we all, you know, you get a little too drunk Mm -hmm. and you, you know, you pick a fight that you shouldn't and you get knocked down. You're like, I should not do that again. (laughs) You know, you kind of learn and maybe, maybe you get drunk again a later time and you get into a fight. And I've always had, I've always had this ability to not get into fights. One, because I am a very large person. So people tend to find me intimidating if I present myself at my full size. Um, also, I tend to try and once I once I feel a fight starting, I tend to try and like start to diffuse it with humor, um, if possible, or or I just ramp up the aggression. It's like, <laughs> wow, this guy's six foot two. Uh, I'm not doing. This I am. Not, I don't really want to do this. Yeah. Um, and it's worked out for me in that I have gotten into surprisingly few fights uh-huh. for as much shit as I cause. <laughs> Uh, but Jesus Christ, like you gotta just, you, you know, you know, no one to hold them. You got no one to fold them. Basically what it comes down to. Sometimes you, sometimes it's like I start causing shit to guys. I like, okay. So I, I was at, um, I was at hotel Indigo one night mm-hmm. and I had been drinking and these guys, I was, I was like, I, these guys were leaving and I was messing with them. I'm like, see, these guys are leaving. They're like, no, they're just coming back in. I'm like, nah, they're not. You know, kick them. We don't know them. Just make them leave. And because uh, they wouldn't let me in because they were at capacity. And I was oh. like, come on. Because the door, the door person was literally the only person there that I didn't know. And uh, and so then those guys start arguing with me and they're, they were Asian guys. And I was like, I was like, hold on a second. Do you know karate? <laughs> and. <laughs> <laughs> and the yeah, guy goes no and I was like right. and I was like all right then and I started really shit talking he's like wait why did you ask me if I knew karate oh it's cuz I'm Asian you think I'm-? I was like no no it doesn't have anything to do with you I mean yeah that was why I asked you that <laughs> but it's mostly like I'm I got three guys that are small that don't know karate versus me I th- I think I'm still thinking good odds I've got two guys with me maybe you know Dennis one on one we're in good shape now maybe they back me maybe they don't but if it was like I know karate I'd be like all right well I lose this one let's <laughs> walk away you know gotten you know that's my mouth putting me in those kinds of situations but at a certain point you just got to be like all right let's not let's not mm-hmm. do this let's let's handle this a little more civilized uh, let's go get our bow staffs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just causes himself. So we were in Tampa and uh, he was like filming. I thought he was on his own little live stream, you know, being like, hey, look, everybody, we're in Tampa. But he wasn't. He had started this altercation with this very, very drunk dude. Uh, 
and you know, so that guy, I would started getting into it with me and I was, I was trying to get that guy to just fucking walk away. Like just yeah, fucking yeah. walk away. Ralph wouldn't walk away. The guy wouldn't walk away. I'm trying to, I'm trying every one of my little tricks to defuse this. Cause I don't want to be in the middle of a fight. And I, you know, I got to take Ralph's side because I, he's on the team that I'm with tonight. I can't go beat his ass with this random <laughs> gay dude. Like that would be weird. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah I was getting my ass kicked by this random gay dude and Mad Cucks came out and just started <laughs> kicking me in the face I was like what the fuck man I thought we were cool you know I wouldn't appreciate that if I started an altercation I would hope that you know one of those guys that I didn't know at the time like Mersh or Ryan Holiday would was like oh shit that guy is vaguely related to us let's kick his ass you know <laughs> Uh, and it was just, it was like, it was 20 minutes of standing there trying to just, and every time I get the guy like calm down and right to the point where I could kind of scooch him uh -huh. around, Ralph would be like, say one more dipshit thing to him and start the, just start the fucking engines again. And I'm like, God damn it. I'm trying to end this so we can go to the next thing. You fuck. I do. I just don't get it. I don't get people who cannot learn a lesson so many times. Yeah. It's like, uh. And it's not like that episode of SpongeBob where the the one old man keeps getting the shit kicked out of uh -huh. him because of the how mistaken. many times we gotta teach you this lesson, old man. man. Yeah, it is. It is that. But like this time, the old man deserves it. The guy. I don't know how old Ethan Ralph is. I want to say he's in his like 40, 75. <laughs> I, he's kind of old. He's got a lot of gray hair compared to me. Yeah, let's put it that way. For all I know, we're the exact same age. He's got two kids now. He's like just at a certain point, he's like a woman. Like you see, you meet these white women that have like chaotic lives. Mm -hmm. And then you start to find out things like they left their husband who had a good paying job to date a guy who works for $9 an hour at lids. Yeah. And you're like, are you out of your fucking mind? And then she's like, yeah, I don't know why I can't pay the bills. Like, cause you sacrifice two incomes for two like fucking high schooler incomes. You're yeah. cause you're a retard. Like that's why you're in this predicament. Uh, and, and, but then like you, Ralph does the same thing to himself. Like the fight that he got into with Riley and people don't like Riley, of course, but, uh, just to be, it's, being proud of ignorance, yeah, which is, I think, overwhelming our society, mm -hmm. where people are. I mean, we see you and I see it at work with the people yeah. who are proud to be like, no, all I do are carpenter calls. I, you know, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm too old to be getting into like learning how to program a lighting console. It's like, yeah, but I can program a lighting console until I'm 90. You know, if I can get, as long as I can get up the stairs into the booth yeah. and I can, I don't have my arthritis isn't so bad that I can hit the buttons. I can fucking program for the rest of my life. If I get into a fucking debilitating car accident, and I am paralyzed from the waist down. I can program a lighting console. I'm probably mixed sound too. Mm -hmm. uh, whereas when you, on the physical side of things, yeah, you could, you've got, there's a lifespan, you know, you, you and yeah, maybe you can do it into your sixties or seventies, but at a certain point, you know, your knees are going to hurt. Your back is going to hurt. You're not going to be able to do those, those kind of hours that this is required of. And so you got to have a backup plan. For some people, that's like, I'm going to save a bunch of money um, and retire to Costa Rica, where I will be, you know, liberator of the gays and a, a folk hero. Um, but in... If you want to keep, if you're like, like, I like to retire, but at the same time, you need something to do. 
So you got to find something to do that doesn't, you know, physically kill you every time you do it. Maybe I'm crazy though. Maybe I'm the only one. And so if you're not learning from those, you're just going to keep getting your ass beat because you're not growing up. You're acting like a child, like a fucking teenager. Do you remember how pissed off you get about stupid shit as a teenager? Yeah, like yeah. someone calls you the, the wrong name. Yeah. yeah. It's like, you know, it's, it's time to someone, you know, someone at work, you're working. At, I was talking to this guy. He got fired from another theater here in town because, you know, some guy called him like a dumb motherfucker and then called him another name. And then the third time he called him a name, he laid him out on the dock. Nice. And uh, so the guy that runs the venue like was like, here's your hours for today. Go home. You're never coming back here. Uh, and I, I, I'm, I'm, he's telling me the story. I'm like, am I supposed to be impressed by the story? Because mm-hmm. I kind of feel like you shot yourself in the foot over yeah. what some dumb fat fuck truck driver said who you'll never see again, you know? Um, and I, uh, maybe, maybe I'm too mature for my age, but I've always taken people's insults, you know, uh, they, yeah, they're, they're irritating. They'll upset you in the moment, but then tomorrow just kind of let it, I let it go. You know, maybe I remember someone who I've known for a longer time being rude, but you know, these tour guys, when they're, they act like assholes, it's, mm-hmm. and what are you going to do? Like the fucking stage manager last night. Yeah, he was. How <laughs> did we, why, when did we learn that we, we lost the keys to the forklift? I can't forklift? believe this. Yeah. It's like, okay. I mean, what do you want me to do? I, don't, I can't shit forklift keys out. Yeah. All of my forklift keys the, have been when stolen. the fork ran out of gas. Yeah. He's like, I can't believe this is happening. It, it happens. It's a finite resource. It <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know, that can. Put it in your rider. Every forklift has has have a brand new can of propane yeah. on it. The top of load in. That's that's the only way to make that that happen. Yeah. You were talking about um, uh, how'd you phrase it? Uh, being glad to be stupid or something mm-hmm. like that. Uh, do you remember the cash me outside girl? Yes. Oh, perfect example. Yeah. You know what happened to her? I assume she got her ass beat. No. Uh, she became famous. Oh yeah yeah. She uh. So that was so the the episode of Dr. Phil that she was on came out in September of 2016. Uh in 2017 she became the youngest female rapper to ever hit the Billboard 100 Hot 100 chart Holy with shit. her debut single. She subsequently signed a record deal with Atlantic Records and has since expanded into a reality show, a makeup brand, uh world tours and a and a uh thriving music career. Yeah. Well, like uh, uh she has millions of followers on Instagram. Honey Boo Boo or yeah, that whole family is like clinically retarded. Yeah, and they got I don't who knows how the the mom got so much money that she like got addicted to cocaine and got all these weight loss surgeries and yeah. shit. And it's like you're making this money off the back of your child and just by being reprehensible people. And then the dullard masses go out there and just like shove popcorn in their mouth and just like, well, I know it's dumb. But, like, it's just entertaining TV. I'm like, I don't want you to watch Nova all the time, (laughs) you know, and be like, well, you know, I was watching uh, Science with Alan Alda, and he was discussing this thing, and, you know, they were talking about string theory and the theory of the universe, and how we could have a unified theory that unites gravity and magnetism, because, as you know, know, I don't want people to be like that, because then we're all just going to be a bunch of Neil deGrasse Tyson shitting down on one of those jokes. Yeah. But... A little bit of discernment in the entertainment that you take in or the amount of entertainment you take mm-hmm. in. Like, 
you know, I don't watch a lot of TV now. I watch my share of trashy television. I watch a lot of Storage Wars. I found it very <laughs> Storage entertaining. Storage Wars is great. Yeah. Garbage television. Oh, yeah. Reality TV. Mm-hmm. Hype for the drama. Yep. Trash television. Yeah. I found it entertaining. I'd watch it. I It was well done for what it was. That was my, like, guilty pleasure eating a Klondike bar. Yeah. Uh, on the way home from the grocery store kind of television show, just, you know, something to fill 25 minutes between things. Uh, that's it though. Like I, there's not really any other trash. I, I, I remember we watched survivor when it first came out. Uh, everyone, I think every, season, the way everyone, every, the way everyone did, because I think still back even in the early two thousands, that's how TV works. That was still how TV. Yes. And, but now when, who wants to be a millionaire was a prime time, time show. Well, a lot of game shows start prime time, but again, who wants to be a millionaire? There's a chance to learn there. Like I like yeah. watching those game shows because I like the aspect of playing along. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, flexing the trivia knowledge and, and kind of, oh, maybe I'll remember this for an, a later day type deal. Uh, yeah. Survivor, though, I it's still on. Now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they're in like they, season 27. They or do something. two seasons a year, I think. Holy shit. Like, what could you possibly. The first season of Survivor, it was like they were exploring the rules of the game and kind of like creating systems. Yeah. And then by the third season, everyone who was on the third season had watched the first season. So they were like, we got to do alliances and we got to uh-huh. do these, these things. And I saw this video, this YouTube video, this guy that like broke down game theory stuff. And he was like, here's, you know, these times that survivor players like figured out the game before the game happened. And one of them was, oh, they did this puzzle on an episode of like season 17. And this guy was on season 24. And so he memorized all the puzzles. <laughs> and I'm like, what the That's fuck? Rote memorization. Yeah, it's there's he didn't like outlive, outplay, outlast. He just yeah. outwatched everyone. Um, yeah, so people are people are, and that's. I also feel that the people that like watch Ethan Ralph hate watch and document and you know the Kiwi Farms those those people are also pathetic. Oh yes, like there is no winner on this. I feel pathetic just talking about this whole event. <laughs> there's nobody wins in this this realm. Like. Ethan Ralph is a is a fucking just sad state of affairs. But then everybody that's looking at the sad state of affairs is also a sad state of affairs. Yeah. Like get a life to quote uh, the great Yeah, everyone's Jim everyone Shatter. watches it being being like, well, at least I'm not him. Yeah. But only barely. Exactly. <laughs> you're only you're only not him because like you have to go to work every day. Yeah. Uh the it's the same type of people that used to watch like way back entertainment tonight be like, what's oh. the celebrity gossip? What's going on yeah. on TMZ? But this is about someone who is no, nobody, nobody. Uh, and yeah. I talked about that before on the show too. Like Ethan Ralph is literally no one. He is no one to anyone. Uh, if, if the hate watchers stop watching him, I would guess he would fade to into obscurity within a year. Like if all the people he p- picks fights with and tries to like garner up all this attention, if they just didn't engage, just, he would just fade away in a year because his, his brand thrives on confrontation. Yeah. And, um, I don't know. I'm just not, I've never been into that kind of entertainment. I guess that's probably why I was never into wrestling. Because it was the manufactured, like, I'm going to get you, brother. I'm going to give you the cold, stone cold <laughs> stunner. Yeah. Yeah. 
mean, I, I, I was, I think I was young enough when the, like the year I was into wrestling where that stuff wasn't the focus. Yeah. And that was 2018. So <laughs> <laughs> that's like, it's like, I just want to watch dudes. You just want to watch dudes fight. I, I don't want to watch dudes fight. No, no. Why not? Uh, Cause I'm not a homosexual. Yeah. Oh, those darn homos. <laughs> I got to pull that clip for the next oh, yeah. 14 weeks. Yep. Yeah. Uh, anyway, well, that's my issue. Ass beatings. Try not to get one. Uh, try keeping your mouth shut for a little <laughs> once in a while. Well, what is the final issue for this week, Tim? Here's what I don't get. Uh, forced fandom. Uh, it's, it's a alternate cut of Star Wars Episode One, The forced fandom. <laughs> no, uh, I hate how these days, um, I think I brought this, brought this in year, years ago, um, probably as like black or white or black and white, you know, how you, you're, you have to either hate something or love something. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's, this, it's still like that, but it's, it's these days you're, you're either in, you're in the fandom or you're in the like the hate fandom either way yeah like ethan ralph yeah 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 Yeah. right it's it's the same thing you either i i couldn't see it happening but you love and consume his content or like you hate watch him Mm -hmm. either way you're a you're in the fandom yes um or like the star trek stuff now yeah star trek right Uh, you're either the people that love and watch the new stuff and are like i love star trek or you're the Doomcocks and the, uh, you know, the, those other guys, mm-hmm. Midnight's Edge, that are watching and being like, my review of Star Trek Picard, season two, episode 10. It sucks so bad. Like, mm-hmm. stop watching. Yeah, you can't just, you can't just like Star Trek. Yeah. Like me. Yeah. Or or not like the new Star Trek, like me. Just, yeah. Like, I am not, not watching it. I don't know. Not, not watching it. Yeah. You're not a fan? That would be like that. That's like one of the first questions. Like, hey, you watching uh, Brave Strange New Brave Worlds? Yes. Strange Brew World. Strange. Are you watching Star Trek Strange Brew World? Hoser. <laughs> it's like, no, I'm not. Oh, why are you not a Are you not a Star Trek fan? No. <laughs> yeah, that, that would be your answer. You're like, no, I'm not. No, yeah. because that's the easiest way to. That's easy. That when people are, when people. Uh, talk about Star Wars, like you, you, you've been watching a uh, book of Boba Fett. It's just easier for me to say uh, instead of going into the like, yeah, I hate JJ Abrams. It's yeah. just like, no, nah, I've never seen Star Wars. Like, you never seen Star Wars? You never seen it? You never seen a Star Wars? Nope, nope, no, nope. not a one. Yeah. Hey, have you ever read a book before? I have never read. I can't read. Uh, oh, you're one of those um, book haters. Luddites. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You go around just hating books. The goddamn libraries <laughs> sticking up our fucking towns. <laughs> Look at all of them books in there packed like sardines. They got all them pages. Ugh. They written in Times New Roman. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even get me started on Helvetica. <sighs> and what in the world? It's the Dewey Decimal System. <laughs> Dewey Decimal. You know what he sounds like? Sounds like a queer. He does. He does. But you know what I hate more than Dewey Decimal? What? The Library of Congress. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, like you can't like because I because I consider if, if someone is a true fan of something that it's like it's like the it's like you know the the word fan has different connotation these days. A fan these days is an all-consuming, non-critically thinking, obsessive person. Yes, of said pro- of a property product. Yeah, of a product or product. Yeah, yeah. I've got to go see. I've got to go see uh, Doctor Strange and the the Mountain of Madness because if I, I don't, then I'll be out of the loop. Yeah, and I can't watch the. I can't. I can't, can't not watch, watch all these shows. Moon Knight. I gotta watch okay, Moon Knight. Right. Yeah, right. And, uh, Scar. Uh, WandaVision mm-hmm. and the Black Widow movie and the Captain America TV show and I gotta just you know that way that way when you know Avengers Seven comes out I'm yeah. you know fully up to speed and you know it's just like. Which is funny because um, I think I w- we watched like Inf- I watched Infinity War uh, a couple years ago with my whole family, uh, including my aunt who like isn't has n- like had not seen any of them. I th- like we p- probably like the the Tobey Maguire Spider Man movies, uh, and probably took you know. Took me and my brother to see Spider Man's. Yeah, the Spider Man's. Yeah. Took probably took me and my brother to see, you know, probably some superhero movie when we were kids. Uh, but like had not seen any of the MCU movies and enjoyed the movie. Yeah. And it's could a good follow movie. and could follow the plot. Yeah. And and occasionally she'd she'd ask like, Oh, hey, you know, what's what's that about? And I'd, oh, that was from an earlier movie where this and this and this. And then I think like a year later, uh, we're at her place and we're like we throw the TV on and uh, Captain America Winter Soldier's on, which is my sister's favorite movie. Yeah. And so we're, we're, we, we leave it on and and she's like, huh, I thought he was a good guy. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no, this is the one where. This is the one before that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, this is this is interesting. Um, yeah. To like someone who had never seen those movies um, and was definitely not a fan. But yeah, I hate it's the the, the modern fa- modern fandom, or like you and me, right? We both consider ourselves fans of Batman. Sure, sure. I you know I've seen most of the movies, the cartoon show, read comics, played video games. You know, I I love I love Batman, but then it's like, oh, uh, did you go see the 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 new Batman movie? No. Are you gonna watch it on HBO Max? Uh, maybe, maybe yeah. at some point, like, oh, you're not a not a fan of Batman. Uh, I guess not, because, you know, I thought I was a fan yeah, of Batman yeah. and that I like Batman. I, got, <laughs> I have some Batman stuff, you uh-huh. know, I have like a Batman T-shirt. Uh, but I guess not, because I didn't go fucking see this movie opening weekend because I'm fucking tired of seeing superhero movies and Batman movies that are not the Batman before the last. And one. also reboots. Yeah. So, it's yeah, no, but no, no, it's because I'm not a fan of Batman. It has nothing to do with. Yeah. Um I was. I've been. So here's here's some spoilers for the WATP this week. Mm-hmm. I have been. I've been listening to the One D Ten T podcast, which is the formerly the Nerdist with Chris Hardwick, who I think is one of the least charismatic people on the fucking planet. And um, I listened to an episode with Brian Pesain, who is a comedian who you introduced me to as a comedian. And then when I told you about watching this, you were like, I don't even like Brian Pesain. <laughs> fucking. Uh, 
Hunter Prey all over again, yeah, Tim. You yeah. Hunter Prayed me, you yeah. son of a bitch. This is like a fucking 10 years in the making Hunter Prey, too. He was, so he it's was even on, more uh, diabolical. He was on Just Shoot Me, wasn't Yes, he, he yeah. was. Yeah. yeah. Diabolical. <laughs> uh, so anyway, I was listening to that, and the two of them are talking about how much they, like, love Star Wars. Like, what do you think of the new Star Wars? I mean, I know you hate the prequels, but like, what do you think of the new Star Wars? And Brian Pesane's like, well, well, I, you know, I, I, I like them. I think they're pretty good, but you know, I've also kind of mellowed out because I don't be one of those people that's like, this isn't the real Star Wars. Like, you literally just finished the conversation about how you hate the prequels and they're no good, <laughs> but you like this new stuff because you don't want to be one of the people that hates the prequels and yeah. says they're no good. Like, are you fucking retarded? No, the reason why you think these are good is because like that is your that's the the thing that people in Hollywood say. Yeah. Because if you say, oh yeah, these new movies are fucking garbage with actual flat two dimensional characters, terrible writing, and a a creative team that should be shot out of a cannon into a brick wall, they'll be like, well, Brian Bassane's not coming on any uh, uh, of our Disney podcasts yeah. or on Disney shows for the next 25 years. And you're all just hoping. You're sitting there just hoping, waiting to get that call. Oh, Brian Bassane, we got we got the perfect character for you in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's retard fanboy man. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this drawing of him in the comics. He looks just like you. And you're like, oh my God, what are you going to pay me? $600 million a movie. Actually, his his run on Deadpool was pretty was enjoyable. Brian Pesane's? Yeah. He wrote for Deadpool? Yeah. Oh my God. Pretty enjoyable run. Yeah. So there you go. I gotta, I'm hoping my Deadpool run gets picked up for a movie. <laughs> that way they'll give me $5 million and I can continue to do nothing with my life. Yeah. That, that, that's it. Like, there's no edge to it. That's why I love Red Letter Media. Yeah. Because they're not part of Hollywood. No. They're yeah. just two dudes in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, <laughs> Wisconsin uh, that like movies. Mm -hmm. They like the art of film. And they're not beholden to any of that shit. So when they sit down, they're and you know, Mike is like, "Yeah, it was schlock, but you know, I, I enjoyed watching the yeah, moment." Yeah. I know that it's not him saying that because they want you to say that. It's him saying that because Mike has a really shitty taste in movies sometimes. <laughs> and when Jay watches the movie, and he's like, "Oh yeah, it's boring as fuck," but I got rock hard at the cinematography. I'm like, that makes perfect sense because Jay is a huge cinema faggot. You're like Tim's gonna like that movie. Yeah, Tim's gonna like that one. <laughs> That's like you're you're like you're like seventy five percent Jay, yeah, and I'm like forty five percent Mike. <laughs> I think that's the breakdown. Yeah, because like I agree with Mike on a lot of stuff, yeah. but then every so often he comes out and he's like, "I hate Independence Day," and I'm like, "You're fucking dead to me! You're fucking dead to me!" Uh, that new half the bag Jay talked about uh, Archive eighty one. Yeah, uh, which uh, I watched. Uh, a little while ago, and he had the exact same thoughts I did on it, which was that it was all right, it was fun, uh, it wasn't great. What was Archive eighty one? It's a, it's a, it was a, it's on Netflix. It's a horror um, thing about this guy that uh, he he's he's not a VCR VCR repairman, but he archives like old media, including like tapes, you know. Okay, and he's solving this mystery. Um, He's he's paid by a shady guy to you know uh, digitize these tapes and solve the mystery of going on because so half of it's the found footage from the tapes and the other so it's eight millimeter but with a VHS yeah. tape yeah okay. basically and and spooky 
Okay. Uh, but like it has a season two cliffhanger and didn't get picked up. Oh, great. So like why bother watching it? <laughs> you know, like, because they'll do a comic of it someday. Yeah, sure. And then in 20 years, there'll be a reboot. And yeah. everybody would be like, are you going to watch the new Firefly reboot? Uh, absolutely no, absolutely not. not. Do, are you not a fan? Not at all. <laughs> no, no. I don't no. even know. I've never even seen it. What is Firefly? What yeah. is that about? Is it about bugs? Bat, Bat, the Batman villain? <laughs> yeah, it's about the Batman villain. Because <laughs> in this conversation, I'm now a Batman fan again. Yes. <laughs> Uh, that's a great issue, Tim. I'm so tired. I'm so tired of this like corporatization of our interests. Yeah. Um, where you have to like be, you have to be a hundred percent involved in all of it. Like a, you can't say no. The last four seasons of Letterkenny have been kind of dog shit. It's like, whoa, what do you mean? You know, this is Letterkenny's hilarious show. Oh, the last four seasons of Letterkenny have been dog shit, and this new Shorzy show looks fucking terrible. Like, why? Why in the God's name would you make a Shorzy show? Oh, well, I thought you were a big fan. I I was you know, <laughs> for the first five seasons. Big fan, sixth season, not as big fan. Seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth season, kind of starting to hate it. International Women's I think you Day. Should, you should stop. I should have because you because I think you know the like the sitcom curve. TV show curve. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the International Women's Day episode criminally unfunny. Criminally, criminally. I'll show you a clip from that after this, and you will go. You will scratch your head. I yeah. wonder what the fuck is going. And on. And I'll show you a clip for an old WWE clip. I'll show you my I, wiener I, too. I forgot to show. Yeah. Yeah. No, what's, no, that's that's not different from than every week. Yeah, <laughs> I'll show you something in the fridge though that I forgot to show you on Saturday. All right. Yeah, but you can't have any. Okay. Unless you want to fuck over trucking and tucking. <laughs> that's up to you. Uh, anyway, well, that's a great issue, Tim. Um, all the real fans of this show are going to contribute fifty dollars a month for the next yes. fourteen weeks. Yep. Um, so be sure to do that. If you're not, you're not a real fan. Yep. Uh, you're out of the fandom. <laughs> you're out of the club. Uh. uh. Those those and those funds will definitely not go to a ninety eight inch TV. I'll tell you what. No, no. Here's <laughs> the real thing. The only reason why I accepted this job is because it's been about eighteen months since I moved, and I'm really and getting that's the itch. The- <laughs> <laughs> right on time. Right on time. I'm like, I'm like, God damn it! I gotta move again. I can't live in the same spot for too long. <laughs> Anyway, thank you everybody for listening. Thanks everybody for listening for the last 287 episodes. Thanks everybody for listening for the next 13 episodes. And um, yeah, thanks to Buck and Chaco for starting this. Yeah. Thanks to Todd for being with us. Mm-hmm. All the callers, Andy, Deadhelm, Sage, Voice Man, the uh, Australian Boner Guy. Aust- yeah, Australian Boner. Is- Boner guy sixty nine. Boner guy sixty nine. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he's Australian. He's a, yeah. He's Australian. He's not Australian though, is he? Is he? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Manok Pat. Oh yeah. I haven't talked to Pat in a while. Fred Rush. Turbo Neil Breen. I'm sure you know we're forgetting a lot of people, but you know we'll keep we'll keep you sending more voicemails. <laughs> yeah, sending more voicemails. We'll keep on. Um, yeah. You know Matt from Minnesota. Chris Webb. We'll keep um, Jay. Jay. We'll keep sending you guys. Thank yous over the next couple of yeah. weeks. And until next time, I'm Tad Burt. I'm Tim the Handlebreaker. See you next week. See ya.
call in the Heroes to Get Hotline call us at 704-750-9434 and tell us what you don't get. Or you can visit us on the Discord under the voicemail upload channel. And I didn't see any there earlier today. But we do have a voicemail here from Andy. I'm going to play it if it has his personal information. Because as as I should mention again, yeah. uh, we Andy has been requested to be a host as a spite producer request at Nashville. So we asked Andy to call in and give us his personal contact info so we can get him on as a host. Yeah. Um, since there's since he calls from an unknown number, there's no uh-huh. way to contact him back. So uh, if you call, we'll, we will play it, but I won't put it in the actual feed. Yes. So here we go. Here's what I don't get. When lazy assholes that don't even wash the dishes anyway decide to help by stacking all the dishes, in each other. Mm-hmm. So instead of just washing one side of all the plates, yep. I have to wash both sides of all the plates mm-hmm. because the bottom is covered in all the crap from the plate below it. Oh, they leave it so long, so now the two plates are welded together with cheese and grease and mm-hmm. every other goddamn sticky thing you can imagine. So it takes me ten times long to wash dishes because they helped. Thanks. If you're going to stack dishes... Here's what you do. Bottom one, face up. Next one, face down. Yep. Face up, face down. I'll do that a lot, you know, if I'm washing dishes with my hand in the sink. Because you just throw them all in there. The, the water gets in and they can't get them apart. If you stack them like that, you let them soak for five, ten minutes. Come back. Basically just fucking wipe them yeah, down. Yeah. It, it, unless you've got some really baked on shit. Yeah, I mean... Uh, <clears throat> people that, don't, that have not washed dishes before... <laughs> don't know this but uh the power of just the water from your sink usually gets at the least at least 75 percent of the job done yeah yeah if you're gonna stack dishes fucking rinse them off rinse them and then stack them because yeah. at least then there there's like it's there's a rinse going on so anyway andy did not give us his personal details and if you'll call in with uh your your full legal name um, your mother's maiden name, your social security number, your driver's license, your mailing address, and uh, the four-digit number from your credit card, and the three-digit number security security number on the back. Yeah, uh, here's what I don't get: is in <laughs> trouble, and they need your help. Uh, and and also, you know, be sure to uh, tell us any distinguishing marks you may have. Yes, uh, yes, that would be that'd be great. And we will send that to the uh, hitman agency. Yeah. To to bring you over to yeah, record a show. Yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So well, that's it for us. See you guys.